Welcome to the Neon Noise Podcast, your home for learning ways to attract more traffic to your website, generate more leads, convert more leads into customers, and build stronger relationships with your customers. And now, your hosts, Justin Johnson and Ken Franzen. Hey, Neon Noise Nation, welcome to the Neon Noise Podcast, where we decode marketing and sales topics to help you grow your business. This is Justin, and with me, I have my co-host, Ken. Ken, how is lovely Ohio treating you today? It's The sun's actually shining today, nice. and it's not cold, That's, so... It's not 44. It's not 44. It, All right. Uh, no, no winter coats there. and snow boots today. Well, we're going to make you jealous today because uh, myself and our guest are both sitting in probably some nice, lovely, sunny weather. We have Mike Koala. He is the CEO of Social Quant, a top-ranked Twitter tool by HubSpot that helps you find the most relevant followers on Twitter that will interact with your business. Mike is an entrepreneur whose last three businesses hit seven figures in under three years with the past being ranked 144th fastest-growing company by Inc. Magazine in 2012. He is an author, has been featured on CNN, interviewed by Tony Robbins, and featured in over 100 publications over the past few years. Mike has been an entrepreneur since late 2001, has a strong passion for marketing, startups, his family, and the Florida beaches. That just doesn't sound like such a bad thing. Mike, it sounds like you got a lot going on. Welcome to Neon Noise. Uh, thanks for having me on from an 85 degree Tampa. Sorry to hear, Beautiful. but it's not like that in Ohio right now. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Well, July will be there. <laughs> yeah, yep, they'll get there. They'll we just have it year round. That's all. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not such a bad thing. Why don't uh, Why don't you take a minute and fill in the blanks on anything that I may have missed? I think you nailed it. One hundred percent. Natural born entrepreneur. Have had several different businesses. Um, some have been great successes. Others have been great lessons. Um, you know, not a big believer in that four letter word fail. Um, I just think, you know, as long as you learn something from it, move forward, get back on the saddle and progress, um, you do not fail. So, uh, have, again, just uh, had several different things, both online and offline. Started off with a local cleaning company. Uh, you know, I had 50 plus employees there, um, did real well with that. Uh, after that, moved into online where I was selling office supplies, had 200,000 plus office supplies online, all drop shipped, um, built relationships one by one, out actually networking and even used, uh, believe it or not, postcard mailers uh, to drive traffic to my website. Nice. We can talk about that later on. And then uh, moved on to uh, the software business. So, uh, you know, I'm real excited. Uh, sold two of those businesses back in 2012. Took off a year. Got lost. Didn't know what the hell I was going to do. So decided to do whatever any reasonable person would do. And that was move to Tampa, Florida and uh, figure nice. out what to do when I got here. And happily ever after, I am now uh, enjoying our next startup which is social quant cool I, I i think i remember seeing something how did you get to florida wasn't there a contest or something on twitter that you did yeah i was actually moving to west palm beach um 
you know, my, my son could care less where the hell, you know, as long as daddy was happy and, you know, he had his computer, he's a YouTuber. <laughs> so, uh, he, he doesn't go outside much. He's just behind the computer a lot like dad. Um, and mom's just wanted, you know, dad hit 40 midlife crisis, just said, you know, be happy, but have two younger daughters who are beautiful little things, but also, um, girls and wanted to be part of the decision. So they came with me. We were down in West Palm beach. I was on Twitter talking about it and Kim Garst, uh, was like, what the hell are you moving to, to West Palm Beach for? Come to Tampa. I'm like, I like palm trees. I like sun. I like water. She goes, well, we've got that all, and we've got an amazing tech scene. So, you know, she started this thing on Twitter, and all these uh, folks in her community started tweeting at me. So, you know, I um, drove on over here uh, from the east coast of Florida, hung out, and uh, within two weeks fell in love, found a place, and uh, called the family and said, that's it. We're moving down here, and, uh, yeah, we're down here in love and life. Awesome story. Very, very cool. Good stuff. So, Social Quant, can you tell our listeners what exactly is Social Quant, what it does? And, and I'm really interested in how you came about deciding. Was it an aha moment or was it something you uncovered that, that this made sense? Because it's rather unique. Yeah. So um, we are, in, you know, t- kind of like a 30,000 foot overview for everybody. We are an autopilot solution that strengthens brands by growing their Twitter followers with relevant followers. And when I say relevant, what I mean are people who are actually going to engage with you, click on your tweets, retweet you. And most importantly, when they do click on your tweet, go back to wherever you're driving them. So that can be an Amazon page. Uh, you know, if you're an author or selling products on Amazon, it could be your website. If you're a content marketer, whatever it is, you know, we build relevant followers through social listening. So folks give us a list of 10 to 20 keywords of, you know, topics that they believe people might be mentioning online. So it could be keywords like, you know, in my niche, it could be folks who are mentioning social media or back to Kim Garst again. It could be somebody that, you know, is mentioning Kim Garst. So that could be a keyword. So if somebody gives social quant the keyword Kim Garst, any time that somebody tweets it and mentions Kim Garst, we are going to run it through a proprietary algorithm, which is filtering out, you know, people who just aren't appropriate online or, you know, are off topic. And if it makes it through our algorithm, somebody on the social quant team will initiate a follow to see if they follow you back. If they do, boom, we got a match. And if they don't, well, that's kind of the last part of the algorithm that, you know, if it does make it through and they're really not interested in who you are, well, they won't follow you back and we'll just unfollow them anyway. And, you know, that's really the, the, the meat and potatoes of what social quant is. Uh, we've got other um, offerings, but that's what 90% of the folks are using us for. And that's to, you know, um, get traffic back to whatever it is that they, they want eyeballs on. Very that's, interesting. That's very, very, uh, as I mentioned before, unique service because my guess is the alternative is the only alternative is to do this manually. The, the social listening, uh, you know, scouring Twitter to try to find those that are making mentions, following, seeing if they follow you back. That sounds like a tedious process. So what type of impact does this service, uh, what the you know, social quant, what type of impact does it have on growing your audience? I mean, what type of successes have you seen? Yeah, so the average person is going to see a 93% um, growth within 14 days of our free trial. So, you know, no credit card. If folks want to try it out, you just go in, you try it out, see if it's a match for you. And, you know, um, but I think more importantly, what it is, is 
you know, what happens over 30, 60, 90 days. So if it's a brand new account, it could take 60 days to go from zero to 2,000. But when mm-hmm. you cross 2,000 followers, you could actually go in the next 30 days, you could go from, you know, 2,000 to four or 5,000 followers because the algorithm can speed up a lot once people cross that 2,000. And Jen, just think about it. Once, you know, when somebody has two, three, four, five thousand followers, sure, they're going to see some clicks coming back to their website because it's relevant followers. But when you have 10, 20, 50,000 plus followers, and the average person with us gains around 20 to 30,000 followers a year, when you have that many, it's inevitable if you follow the rest of my, my system, which is, you know, um, build a good optimized profile. We can go over this a little bit more in detail if you'd like, but build an optimized profile. If you build an optimized profile and if social quant's doing the right job of following the right people, the third part of my strategy is share content and share it a lot. There is no perfect time to tweet during the day. Tweet as much as you can. So I'm talking about, you know, when we look at stats and um, we've analyzed over 4 billion tweet impressions. When I compare those that tweet 50 times a day or more compared to those that tweet 10 times a day, they're not getting five times more traffic because they're tweeting five times more. They're getting 40x more traffic. It's exponential. So the more you tweet, the more clicks you're going to have. Why? Twitter is so fast moving that you've got to stay in people's newsfeed. And as long as you're sharing good content, it doesn't matter. They're going to, you know, appreciate seeing that content and just share it a lot. That's one of the worst thing I, things I see is content marketers create a great piece of content. And that's only 20% sure, of the, the, the work. Yeah. 80% is marketing it and sharing that content and getting it in front of the right people. And part of that is Twitter, where you can just share it repeatedly. So um, use a tool like uh, PostPlan or Social Oomph that has what's called a requeue feature which means you put in uh, the, the piece of content uh, in the tweet, you craft it, but you press a button that says requeue. So if you've got 100 pieces of content, you know some of that's quotes, some of that's blog posts, it's going to go one through 100, and then it's requeued. It's going to go back to number one and start again. So you know if you continue to do that, you could set up, optimize your profile, sit down, craft you know what's called 50 to 100 tweets in social. If you could do this all on a Saturday morning, Turn it on, and you've got a, a machine that will just continually get content out in front of folks. Interesting. So what do you, what do you recommend for optimizing your profile? So there's really five <clears throat> key parts to it. Number one is they, they've got to have a good Twitter cover. And think of a Twitter cover like a billboard when you're going down a highway. You know, what's going to grab somebody's attention? Because when somebody comes, if they see something that's cluttered and you're trying to sell everything in your Twitter cover – they're just going to back and go back to where they were before. So you really want a good Twitter cover. You know, I like to use the rules and copy, which are use five words or less. Like there's a billboard that, you know, maybe you see in Orlando um, because I always see it between Orlando and Tampa. It's like lose 40 or lose 20 pounds in 40 days. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's so (laughs) clear. You know what the outcome is. I'm the target. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) um, But it it works. So if you have a good Twitter cover, the next thing is 
do a good profile picture. Now you guys are, you know, have a, a podcast, right? So I know a lot of you, you know, if you have other podcast listeners have spent a lot of money either on a logo or a podcast cover, but don't put the podcast cover or the logo as the profile picture, put a human face. Why people connect and do business with other people. They don't do business with logos. So when yeah. we compare, you know, profiles, and again, we've analyzed this, so it's it's data that tells us this. Four billion tweet impressions. We've connected over twenty million people. We know that when somebody has a profile picture compared to a logo, mm-hmm. that they're going to get double the followers um, when you're driving relevant eyeballs to that profile. So again, number one, Twitter cover. Number two, put a good profile picture. Number three, you have hundred and sixty characters to create a good Twitter bio. Create one. You just read my bio before. What do I share? I share a little bit about my past, right? Entrepreneur. I'm an Inc. You know, 500 alumni. So you know, it builds credibility. You know, interviewed. You know, I mentioned the places I've been interviewed, and I actually do that in my Twitter cover. Um, I mentioned I'm an author. Why? Again, that builds authority. But I also say I love the Florida beaches. Why? I'm trying to connect with folks. Yeah. I let them know I'm a father. So get personal again. Back to that. You know, the profile picture versus logo versus, you know, your own face. People do business with people. So, you know, connect with people in your bio. Next, have a good link to um, wherever it is that you want to drive them to. And then the final piece, and this is something I see everybody miss, and that's do what's called a pinned tweet. And here's what I mean by that. You can control the first tweet that somebody sees when they come and look at your profile. And the only time that most people ever come to look at your profile is during that first time when you follow somebody, right? So think about it this way. If you're following the right people on Twitter or you're using somebody like social quant or you're manually doing it, it doesn't matter. If you're following a hundred, 500 people a day, 10 to 20% of them are going to come and look at your profile. And of that 10 to 20% of them are going to follow you. But when they come to follow you, that percentage is going to be looking at, you know, a few of your tweets and you can control the first tweet that they see, which is called a pin tweet. So mm. think about it this way, back to, you know, lose 20 pounds in 40 days. So if I know I'm following people who, you know, are hitting the Florida beaches, wearing, you know, the Speedos and bikinis and they shouldn't be and they need to lose <laughs> a little weight, right? Maybe my pin tweet is going to be five ways to get into that bikini or speedo that you've always wanted to in under 20 days. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it makes that a works. lot of sense. <laughs> that's where it makes sense. So, have a very good pin tweet. And again, that's all part of my step one, which is, you know, optimizing your profile. If you do those five things and do it well, step two is, you know, go out and follow you know, relevant people. And what I mean by that is a lot of people, you know, will use other tools out there that will follow people who are following other people. So take, for instance, Kim Garst again, right? Yeah. If I just told a tool to go out and follow everybody who is currently following Kim Garst, well, here's a problem about Twitter. Like Twitter's got 300 active million users a month, right? That's huge. That's amazing. And it's free compared to Facebook, right? It's not a pay-to-play model. But here's the thing. The problem with um, Twitter is that they've had 1.5, that number is different from everybody, billion people sign up to use Twitter. So if I'm just following the followers of somebody else, it's not going to work because a lot of those folks might not even be active any longer on Twitter. 
So that's why what we do, or you can do this yourself manually, just go to Twitter advanced search because that's really what our, our tool is doing, is go to Twitter advanced search and type in Kim Garst, not at Kim Garst, just type in Kim Garst, hit enter, and then click the word latest. And what it will do is it will show you everybody who's actively mentioning Kim Garst. It could be her Twitter handle or it could just be her name, Kim Garst. And now what you do is you go down and you follow those folks. Again, if they have your audience or what I always recommend to folks is write down who are the bloggers, who are the podcasters, who are the authors, who are the top publications that have your audience already Mm-hmm. And go out and use those Twitter handles because that's the way you're going to get the most relevant. Because if somebody's mentioning somebody on Twitter and, you know, that's somebody who is interested or a similar audience, even tools, like I'll use competitors or tools that I know people use, like Post Planner I mentioned before, right? That's number one, one of my number one converting keywords. Why? Because anybody tweeting about, you know, Post Planner is active on social media and so would probably love to hear about social quant also, right? So what tools are people using in your niche that you could go out and start engaging with those folks by following or even tweeting at them and that will get you in front of them? Great, great information. That's extremely helpful. So, so what about, about content? content? You mentioned uh, sharing sure. content. Obviously, you build this giant following all these these relevant uh, avatars, uh, people that are are in your your target buyer persona. Now that now it comes time, it's pointless to have that audience if you don't communicate with them. Talk to us a little bit about sharing content. What are your recommendations? Because you had some great points or tips there about the the requeuing, but coming up with what to share is it all your own content? Are you sharing? Are you doing content curation and sharing other people's content? Uh, give us some detail on that. Yeah, sure. So first, let me ask, do you want to hear the politically correct answer of what social media managers say, or do you want to hear what's going to move the dial in your business? That's an easy the answer. <laughs> Fantastic. Because here, you know, I'm not, I can say this. I am the nicest guy in the world. I love SMBs. I want to help the 28 million here in the U.S. and everybody worldwide move the dial in their business. And I debate people constantly with this. I always say, hey, you know, when somebody wants to debate me, you pick five random small businesses and I'll pick five and let's do this for free for those five uh, businesses and let's in six months see who can move the dial faster for their businesses. A lot of folks will tell you, share a lot of other people's content, only share 20 or 30 or 40 percent your own content. That's BS. Here's what you need to do. If you have enough of your own content and somebody like me, I've got, you know, 500 plus blog posts. I've written three books. So um, I have a lot of content. So let me share with you what you can do if you have a lot. And then I'll tell you what to do if you don't have your own content. What you should do is once or twice an hour, share one of those pieces of content. Now, I repurpose a lot of my content. If I write a blog post, I'll do a video on it. I'll do a slide share on it. So, um, you know, I, I do um, videos constantly. So I'll take one piece of content and have like four or five other variations of that piece of content. So what you can do is I would share, you know, once or twice an hour, one of your blog posts, once or twice an hour, share, you know, some motivational quotes that have to do with your niche. If it's about losing weight, if it's about, you know, if you're a fictional writer, non-fictional writer. For me, I deal with a lot of startups. So you'll, if you look at my profile, you'll see a ton of startup quotes, right? I do a lot of images. I do a lot of videos. Every 
post that you do should have an image attached to it. Why? They're going to get much more interaction than um, tweets that don't have an image to it. If you can do a video, do a video also. So I have you know, 48 pieces of content going out every day. And those are my blog posts because I do it personally twice an hour. Next, once an hour, I have an opt-in going out. I still believe email is king. So, you know, getting somebody to your website, I do pixel. So I'll remarket to them both on Facebook and Twitter. However, I'm always trying to drive people to an opt-in, whether it's a webinar I'm doing, whether it's a, you know, I have what's called the Twitter Marketing Challenge, where for 14 days we walk people through how to optimize the Twitter profile and get traffic. So I drive a lot of traffic to those. We'll get their email addresses and then obviously run them through, you know, a, a, a funnel. So that's my my strategy. In between there, I am also live tweeting. So if I read a good piece of content that I find interesting four or five times a day, yes, I am sharing other people's content. I tend to share a lot of influencers' content or folks who I have a relationship with that I've met on Twitter. So that's my strategy. And then, of course, I always will, you know, I, I do a morning run every morning if I'm, and I'll listen to three or four podcasts. So I'll do a quick summary of that or take a picture of wherever I'm running and share that out. It gets a ton of engagement. So I'm always sharing a variation. For you, you have to find what's right for you. Create mm. your own, you know, curation of content, but don't, you know, don't just say the same thing over and over again. I see a lot of folks who, you know, are trying to send them to a sales page. That's not what's going to work. You, you know, you can drive sales. I drive a ton of sales for my books from Twitter, but I find when I get their email address and then, you know, drip on them and, you know, they get to know, like, and trust me that I convert much higher at that. Now, let me just say this. I know I said I have a ton of content. What happens if you don't have a ton of content, right? If you're new or if you're just starting out in your business, Use a tool like snip.ly. It's called Sniply. And so every small business owner, even just starting out, should have at least some type of opt-in, right? So again, back to losing weight. If you've got a guide on losing weight or if it's a guide on how to succeed in your small business, whatever it may be, have that guide, have your landing page made. And then what you can do with Sniply is... If your audience is about losing weight and you read, you know, there's evergreen articles about in the Wall Street Journal about losing weight, in Forbes about losing weight, Entrepreneur or Health Magazine, Self Magazine, whatever it may be, find 50 to 100 pieces of content and then take the URL and put it in Sniply, S-N-I-P dot L-Y. And what Sniply allows you to do is when you share out a piece of content from the Wall Street Journal, for instance, somebody will feel like they're on the Wall Street Journal. But they're really not on the Wall Street Journal. They're on what's called a wireframe. So at the very bottom of it, you can actually have your opt-in. So somebody will feel like they're on an, you know, an amazing piece of content like the Wall Street Journal. But then they see also your branding at the bottom and the ability to opt in for that piece of content. And that can drive you a tremendous amount of leads also, even if you don't have you know, a ton of your own content. Now, as you start to produce your own content, start pulling back a little bit on that and start driving more forward with, you know, your own content. But if you don't, you can get started like this and start driving immediate results from Twitter. That's a really cool tip because I know that content curation can get really frustrating. You want to have some type of interaction with your audience so that uh, they, they see that you are active and you're putting your face in front of them, but it feels like you're just <laughs> driving traffic everywhere else on the web. 
and not to anything that that's really going to come back to you. Correct. And, you know, folks will say social media managers, oh, it's all about building relationships. And sure, but that could take 6, 12, 18 months. Here's the fact. We all know the stats about small businesses. 90 some odd percent are out of business. 80% of them are out of business in the first year. They don't have the capital to waste. They need to drive ROI in their business and they need to do it immediately. This is the way you do it immediately. Awesome. So I have a question for you because you talk a lot about Twitter and that's one of, I don't know how many social media platforms that are out there now, 50 plus, maybe close to 100. Why Twitter and you know what advantages is, does Twitter hold over others? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that you probably use other social media platforms, but why does social quant focus on Twitter and, and why do you think that Twitter or do you think that Twitter's superior to any others or do you find uh, other platforms to to have their own unique qualities? Sure. So when I mentioned I do retargeting, I do all my retargeting on Facebook. Why? I have a greater ROI than I do when I retarget on Twitter. That's just me personally. So when it comes to actual advertising, when you're on a budget, Twitter is by far the easiest way to do it. Why? It's virtually free. So sure, you might use a tool like Social Quant to get eyeballs on your profile. Well, what's that? $25 a month? You know, you might have the tool that you're using like Social Oomph to share the content. What is that going to cost you? I think it's like 10 or 12 bucks a month. So all said and done, you know, you're talking about if you bundled it all together for under $300 a year, you have something that could send you continual traffic. There's no other uh, site out there you can do that with. With no. you know Facebook, Facebook's great. We all know it. But you know when you share a post on Facebook, you know less than one to two percent of your friends are going to see that. It's a pay-to-play model. If you want people to see it, you've yeah. got you know to pay. Plus, you can't share content as frequently on Facebook as you can on Twitter. Why? People will just hide you and you know delete you. Twitter is fast moving. It's also the easiest way, in my opinion, to reach out and build relationships with influencers. I'm a huge, you know, like a, I'm a huge, huge uh, Shark Tank fan. I've had discussions on Twitter with Mark Cuban, Robert, Her- you know, um, or however you pronounce his last name. Um, <laughs> you did a you know, great job. <laughs> yeah, Chris Saka. Um, you know, I've spoken to him on there. Why? Because I share their content all the time. I mention them. I have a pretty cool hack. Also, we all know um, that. The best way um, to build credibility is to be seen on, right, to get interviewed on, right? So if you've been on CNN, Fox News, whatever it may be, it's, you know, that builds instant credibility if, you know, everything remains equal between your business and your competitor. Well, one of the easiest ways to get interviewed, in my opinion, is I use what's um, called Twitter lists very actively. So I have a list of, you know, 50 or so um people who write in the tech industry about tech tools. And these are people that I want to be interviewed by for social quant. And so what I do is I find out who are the top writers, you know, for those publications, TechCrunch, Mashable, Forbes. I add them to a Twitter list. I keep that list private. And what I do every day is I pull up that Twitter list and I look at the content that those people are sharing and I start engaging with it. So I favored it. I reply to it. I retweet it. When I see that they write an article, I actually, you know, craft my own copy. And I've read the article, so, you know, I know a lot about it. And I I believe I'm pretty good at copy. And what I do is I share that. And I'm doing that 
in and out, in and out. What has that done for me? I got interviewed on CNN because I, I just kept resharing this person's content and then reached out to them and they wanted to do an interview. I got a full publication done in Forbes magazine um, from one of the writers there that I wanted to be interviewed in. So, and I, it, this works. I've been on, you know, hundreds. I, if I want to be on a podcast, I'll continually share their content. Why? That gets me in front of them. I have a big Twitter audience sure. and, you know, people see, oh, wow, a hundred thousand plus. If I do it on my business account, a hundred thousand plus, you know, followers, it gets engagement right away. That gets me in front of that person. So, you know, then I take the relationship off of Twitter and onto maybe Facebook or a Zoom phone call and build the relationship with them. And, you know, it's all, to me, business is all about relationships, right? So that's hmm. what moves you dial. Like social quant. Um, I know we, you had asked earlier and we never touched on it, but social quant was not my idea. I was, you know, very active on Twitter for my office supply store. And I did this whole um, process all manually. But when I moved down here to Florida, Kim Garris, you know, said, Hey, Mike, you don't know many people here. Why don't you come to my conference? So she invited me to her conference. You know, I'm a big believer in your network is your net worth. So hung out at the conference. Somebody came up to me at the conference and introduced me to this guy, Dr. Morton Middlefart. And uh, I guess that's his name. Uh, they introduced <laughs> me to him and they said, Mike, Morton, you two need to talk to one another. Morton, Mike's a king on Twitter. Um, hey, Mike, Morton created this, you know, process on Twitter to help you build your following with relevant followers, but he's not doing anything with it. He and I sat down. We then went and had a drink. The next day we sat back down. You know, three weeks later, we decided that we were going to, you know, partner together. We went out, raised capital and, um, you know. Mm -hmm. This is two years later, and Social Quant has you know ten thousand plus customers, has connected twenty million folks. You know how this all started just from a relationship and connecting, and none of this would have ever have happened if I didn't take relationships from Twitter off of Twitter, and then you know either bring it in real life or jumping on a phone call like we're doing right now. Very, Interesting. Very cool. I, I love that story because it, it's always when you when you have these unique platforms like Social Quant. You wonder if it's, you know, that, that I was in the shower washing my hair, you know, singing the Spice Girls, and uh, all of a sudden it came to me that uh, this is the route that I need to go. And uh, that, that... Spice Girls, huh? Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm more so, of a Bieber. Yeah, I'm more of a Bieber. Bieber like the Biebs, perfect. <laughs> and so... <laughs> The the, the oh, fact that you brought that back to relationships and that you, I think you said your network is your net worth. Yes, is so important because it ties right into the the, the foundation of Twitter, and uh, I think a lot of people discount the importance of a network and the opportunities that it can present. Correct. And so with Twitter, you can automate virtually all of it and you will see results. Again, social media managers will hate me saying that. You will see results. However. When you stick the real human side into it, engagement, right? Like, so Social Quant has a tool also. So um, you can create Twitter lists on the fly with Social Quant. So let's say if you know um, a whole bunch of your audience is attending a conference, whatever conference it may be. So like, I'm going to be in Orlando next weekend at Kim Garth's conference again. So I have a, my tool will go out and follow anybody that's using the hashtag for that event. And I'm also building a list and adding everybody to a list that's attending that event. Next, what are, we have that, that can happen next is we can kick out an app message. So you could create 
let's call it 10, 20, 100 different messages that you would like to, sh to send to anybody that you add to the list. So if somebody tweets about boom, you know, social 17, automatically they're added to a list. And a day later, a tweet will go out to them and it will say at, you know, um, you know, Mike, whatever your Twitter handle is, right? Um, look forward to seeing you at Tim's conference. Make sure to stop by my booth or, hey, I'm giving away this at my booth. Make so sure to stop. So I have like 20 different variations of that, right? What that's doing is I'm following them, seeing if they follow back, and then I'm also starting engagement with them. That's, that's awesome. all virtually automated, <clears throat> right? But what really builds the relationship is when that person replies back, when I actually get in there and start having a live conversation with them or I send them a personalized video, which I do a lot to folks, that's where you know the real magic happens. That's where I've been able to build JV relationships because you know I have people who I met in 2012, and you know haven't done a darn thing with them other than just chat on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, you know they see that I'm running a webinar, and they're like, "Hey, Mike, how can we help you out? Why?" That all started back in 2012, right? So. Hmm. That's the part where you can, you know, have that multiplier effect also. So if you're doing real well on Twitter, you can 10 exit by jumping in and being, you know, a real live person and engaging. Very you mentioned personal split. video you create. Well, touch on that for a second. What is it that you do? Yeah, so I'll look down somebody's profile. Um, you know, uh, I'll act silly. So, for instance, last week a, a video kind of um, I don't want to say went viral, but um, I've, I'm, as we're talking right now, I'm playing with this damn thing that I made fun of my kids. It's called a fidget spinner. <laughs> we yeah. got three of them last week. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I asked my kids. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" And you know, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Um, but next thing you know, I pick it up and like the hacky sack, I haven't put the damn thing down. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was, you know, I saw somebody was, you know, out, I think they're walking a dog or whatever. And so I sent them a, a message saying, you know, and it was a video just, you know, replying back and saying, oh, you know, uh, I was just walking my dog earlier. Now I'm out for a run and I can't leave home without this. And it was me fidgeting and I'm spinning it in the video and then I showed <laughs> them how I did it on my head. And so they tagged somebody who ended up tagging somebody from the Chicago Tribune. They ended up sending me a message and saying how the fidgeter is destroying, you know, youth because they're not oh, on technology man. and learning as much as they should on technology. <laughs> and I'm like, are you joking? My kids are actually playing with this with friends versus sitting behind a phone when they're sitting next to somebody instead of talking to them, they're texting one another. I'm like, this thing's the best thing in the world, you know? So <laughs> it, but things like that, like I'll send videos to, to people all the time. Um, I, I'm a big believer. I think, you know, if you, Peel back to lay and really look at the future of where Twitter is going. Um, you know, and I, I listen to all of Jack's calls when he comes out with uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, the earning calls. I'll sit in on the investor calls because uh, Twitter's big future definitely is going to be in live TV. There's just no doubt about it. They've signed major deals. I, I'm not a huge sports fan. My wife is. She's the one that watches football on Sundays. I'm at the beach. Um, but she does a thing called Red Zone for ESPN. Um, Twitter is going to have their own version of it. So you'll be able to go watch the NFL, you know, highlights. 
on Twitter. You'll be able to see private interviews, you know, with the players before Bloomberg TV will now be on Twitter TV live. So they've, you know, because of their acquisition of Periscope live, their live streaming is by far one of the best out there. The elections you could have watched on Twitter. And what's nice <laughs> is now you can actually have discussions with other people. So like back to Shark Tank, I love Shark Tank. Well, if I jump on and, and if it's on live TV, which it will be with Twitter, I can have instead of just tweeting now on Twitter with the hashtag, I could go in and watch it on Twitter and have an actual conversation with other fans. I mean, think about where that's going to go in the future and the advertising opportunities. It's amazing. Huge, 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 huge. And how quickly do you yeah, I mean, how quickly do you see us getting there? What is what is your predictions there? Where where we're uh, going to be logging into Twitter and it's going to be predominantly. Uh, video interactions versus the the current textual laden with with images and, and pre-recorded video. Yeah, so I think that's always going to continue. I think, you know, think about it this way. Like whenever you see any media, right, if somebody's being interviewed in the media, where does everybody say you can, or even on podcasts, where does everybody finish off to say, come and follow me? They don't say come and follow me on Facebook at, you know, Facebook forward slash, you know, Mike Koala. No, everybody always gives their Twitter handle. It's the easiest thing for somebody to find and connect with people. That will always maintain number one. Number two, if you want to know what's breaking in news, um, you know, there's this study after study that shows, you know, Twitter breaking news and really what's happening in that news. Is it fake news or what have you? Right away. Why? Because it's live people talking about it in a live. The media can't even, you know, when there's an earthquake or whatever, if there's a terrorist event, unfortunately, you things happen on Twitter faster so you know. That will always continue. But when it comes to that live experience, again, um, you know, my wife, again, is a diehard Jets fan, J-E-T-S. I don't know how she survives here in Florida because everybody's either Miami, the Bucks, you know, fans of Jacksonville. But, you know, she was able to watch the, the Jets game on a Thursday night with all of the Jet fans and whoever else they were playing yeah, with. Yeah, that's and- pretty cool. It was just, and she loved it. And she's not even that big of a person on Twitter. She follows One Direction and, you know, uh, the Go-Go's from the 80s. I mean, that's about <laughs> it, you know. So, yeah, it, it it's amazing. I think it's going to be here much sooner than many people think. They have just, they, they have continually, since the last quarter results, which were just announced two weeks ago, look at the stock. The stock bottomed out at around 13. It's trading in the mid-18s right now. Um, I think, you know, there's rumors obviously still out there who's going to possibly acquire them. Could it be IBM? Could it be Amazon? You know, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that there is a possible acquisition out there in the future. Me personally, I think a media company will be the best acquisition for them. But again, it could be anybody out there. But live TV on Twitter is just right around the cor- corner. I mean, it's built into mm-hmm. Apple right now, Apple TV. So just that they're signing deals left and right. Yes, they lost the NFL deal to Amazon. But, you know, um, Jeff Bezos can spend as much as he wants. And, you know, he's in it for the long term. You know, and, uh, Twitter has to drive results. So they didn't care about that. They didn't outbid. What they do? They went and created what's you know now going to be like the red zone on Twitter Live, and yeah, it's going to do sweet. great because watch advertising. Also, here's what's happening on TV. Whenever a commercial happens um, of major events, so I'm talking things that have you know 50 million eyeballs or more. Watch what happens to the live action on Twitter. That's when you see a spike. And why people are jumping on Twitter during commercials. They're not watching commercials anymore. They're just talking to other people who are, you know, at the event. Well, pretty soon, 
they're just going to be able to do that. Oh, and they just signed a huge deal with Live 8 uh, for concerts. So you're going to be able to watch concerts live on Twitter, which that is amazing. I've seen, watched you two perform on Periscope, and I thought that was one of the best performances I saw not being there live myself. That's pretty slick. Yeah, Amazon really went all out to get that contract, didn't it? What, it was like eightfold the uh, the bid, I think. Yeah. They just want in. And I mean, that's Jeff, you know, when you look at him for anything long term, right? I mean, Amazon didn't make money for, you know, what is it, 10 plus years? I mean, but now, you know, he's going to be sending people to space, right? So he's in it very much for the long term. Um, he sees the opportunity um, in live streaming um, and, and what this can do for the company. Um, cable companies have to watch out, you know, and, and I'm, I'm excited because who loves their cable company? Sure as hell not me. No one, nobody. Ready to get rid of DirecTV too, so. <laughs> I, I don't want to sell social quant, but I will say this. I, well, yes, I do want to sell, but um, <laughs> having a large Twitter following can make you very powerful even when you don't want. So here's an example. I had major, major problems when I moved down here. I was so excited to get Verizon Vios, but then they were taken over here locally. And the new carrier, I won't say who, Frontier, sucks. <laughs> and I went to Twitter and posted like four posts in a row. One of my dog with his head down, wearing my hat on backwards and sunglasses saying, Buster's so sad. He's got no cable. Um, awesome. Now he's got to talk to me. And it, all these things went viral. I, I got a ton of retweets and I got a call. Now, first I got a tweet asking for my number from the head of social media with her personal email address also saying, before I go to Twitter, if I ever have problems with Frontier again, to email her directly and she will get somebody out to my house immediately. That's the power of Twitter. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, you can, you know, get what you want if it's a valid claim, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy's got a hundred thousand followers and he's tweeting about our horrible service. Exactly. And using every <laughs> right hashtag. So I make sure that everybody jumps in on it. So it. it's, yeah, it's awesome. Because the alternative there is call a customer service and complain, which is going to be that's a, on one of, you know, many falling on deaf ears and sure, whatever. Okay. Thank you. And, and, and that's it. So that's, that's, that's really uh, interesting and the power. And I love that route. Yeah. Very, very much. So, so Mike, you wrote a book called Twitter marketing that sells how to convert your Twitter followers into business dollars. What made you decide to write this book and, and kind of who's, who's this book for? Yeah, so I mean, uh, I, I am doing. I don't know when this goes live, but I, I'm doing a webinar at the end of the month, and I will be doing um, a series of um, video launches. That if you sign up, you'll get the book for free. So please don't buy it on Amazon. I'd love you know a review, but um, the whole purpose behind the book um, was really to drive leads for social quant. So I've done this in a previous business. I do believe that writing a book um, is the fastest way to become an authority in your niche, right? So, um, you know, I have a new book coming out. It's called Self-Employed, now WTF. Um, you know, prior to this, I had a book called Connect, where I, I talked about the top um, social media sites out there. So um, 
Twitter marketing that sells is really just like called a Bible of everything you need to know. It's for beginners to advanced on Twitter. So if you're just learning, want to learn the basics, you're going to learn it in there. If you want to learn more advanced tactics, it's in there. I will tell you, um, again, it was meant strictly to drive leads because there's opt-ins throughout the book. I'm a big fan in, you know, if you want to, you know, grow your company real fast, become an authority, find either a ghostwriter or write it yourself and publish it to Amazon. It's easy to be- beat the Amazon algorithm and rank your book. So I was able to rank, you know, number one in several different categories very rapidly because I, you know, I kind of know how to beat the algorithm. I won't go into it here. If anybody wants to know, I'm happy to, you know, answer any questions via email. So just shoot me an email. But um, that this book was a lead magnet. It worked. It sent us thousands and thousands and continues to send us leads each and every month because we get, you know, over a thousand downloads of it on a regular basis. Um, it's got great content in, in the book. Um, but you know, again, it's, it's purpose was really from a lead standpoint. And a lot of what you've discussed today, is that covered in, in the book? 100%. But I also have what's called, uh, you know, it's a uh, Twitter marketing that sells. Also, it's a uh, 14 day challenge. And that's really what I recommend everybody do. It's socialquant.net forward slash TMTS challenge. You can put it in the show notes on your page. But what that does is day by day, I break down everything that we went through into like a five minute quick video. And so you, it'll go in and say, here's what you need to do with your Twitter cover. Here's what's good. Here's what's bad. Follow these steps. Do it. Now come into our Facebook group and share your Twitter cover. And either myself or somebody on my team will go in. And and now the community is 3,000 strong. So somebody in the community also will give you their opinion. And people right. just come in. And then, you know, you do your bio. And we'll come in and say, that here's what we like. Here's what sucks. You know, um, it's all constructive feedback. <laughs> but, um, you know, here's what's good about your pinned tweet. Here's what's not in you know, the testimonials for it are phenomenal. I mean, we've had thousands and thousands of people go through it, you know, well over 10,000 actually now. And the testimonials are just like, you know, we've taken Twitter when most people had no clue what to do or just weren't getting results and turned it around as their number one, number two, or number three lead source. So, um, you know, it, it really is gold. So you can get the book, but I, I recommend just doing Twitter marketing um, that sells challenge because you'll get so much more out of it. Does the challenge start on particular dates and it's a group that goes through the 14 days collectively or would I start my 14 days today and then... Yep. Do you start your 14 days? Um, and then I'm going to have like an abridged version of it, which will be to answer your question. Also on the part one of what you were saying, we're going to have it starting also in the future at certain dates where day one will be how to optimize your profile to how to get eyeballs to it, whether you're using automation or yourself. And three, how do you actually, you know, engage on Twitter? And then, you know, four will be obviously our offer. So um, the Jeff Walker style of um, marketing. So um, it works and and it's phenomenal. But again, I'd love people to use social quant, um, at least try it out. But even if you're not ready, just take what you've gone over today you know, look at our blog and just do some of this yourself and make a hit list of like 10 or 20 of the folks that you really want to connect with in your industry that are influencers that have your audience and just start engaging with them on Twitter. Don't ask them for anything. Just share their stuff, engage with them, and you will build relationships and build relationships. Again, Gary Vaynerchuk said recently, Twitter is a marketer's dream come true. 
Um, he was asked in an interview, you know, what's the fastest way to drive immediate sales? He said Twitter. And, you know, I can tell you this, back in, you know, 2011, when he was moving VaynerMedia, I've always been a big fan of him. I heard him say on Twitter, and actually I was using a tool, and it said moving office, and that was one of the keywords I used to listen for because we sold office equipment. So our team reached out to him on Twitter. He replied back. Next thing you know, he bought tens of thousands of dollars from our office supply store online. Why? Because he was so appreciative. But, you know, I've done this day in and day out. So whoever are your top, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50 people that you'd love to connect with on Twitter, put them on a list, put them privately, and just start engaging with that list every day. And if you don't see results in 30 or 60 days, contact me personally. It's michael at socialquant.net. And I will help make sure that you see results because it works. It, It works and it works. Proof in the pudding there. Awesome. I love it. You kind of started to explain this the answer to this next question a little bit there, and I, maybe I'll have you piggy, piggyback on it a, a touch, but I wanted to know, you've had uh, several successful uh, business ventures into the, the seven figures, which is kind of that coveted goal for so many of us. And if you were to start today, and, and I don't really care what type of business it, 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 it would be, what would you, what would you, what was the first thing you would do from a marketing aspect Step one, and you don't have to go into in, in all the way into the detail, but what, what would you do to get started? What would one of our listeners who who is stuck, just not quite sure what they need to be doing with their marketing next, whether they're just beginning their business or they're seeing a, a their business flatline, what would you do? What what advice could you give them there? Yeah, so I'm going to go to a site like Quora.com, or I'm going to go to Amazon, and you know, I'm, I'm going to start reading. Um, and this, this will take you like an hour. So you need to do an hour of research. So, you know, if you know, what are the top, top books, um, if you're selling a good, where are the top goods being sold, um, online? So Amazon's obviously the beast. So I'm going to go and read all the reviews and I'm not going to look at all the five star and what people are raving about. And I'm not going to look at all the ones. I'm going to look at those people who are giving like two threes or fours and seeing what are they like, but what are they saying that's missing? Next, I'm going to create a piece of content that is the best piece of content answering that pain point, right? I just heard, I forget who it was, but they said something interesting. They said, you know what, when, when, oh, Heaton Shaw, Heaton Shaw is amazing. He said, sell people painkillers, never sell them vitamins. <laughs> and I thought that was really interesting because what is it about painkillers, right? Painkillers fix a pain and they're also addicting, right? Um, unfortunately, but um, vitamins, you have to remember to take them every day and hey, if you skip a day, it's not a big deal, right? So, but if you give somebody that painkiller, write that piece of content that really answers what it is that your business can do to solve and don't pitch your business really provide them a tremendous amount of value it doesn't even matter if you give them everything because the reality is most people are lazy you know and they don't want to do anything themselves anyway so they'll read it appreciate it and still freaking hire you so give them everything you've got but that's the number one thing that i would do and it's the thing that i think most people miss out on um the thing i would do before even having a business so if you don't even know what your business is right now and or what direction you're going in start building an audience. So if at least you know the the industry you want to build in, start going out and start building an audience on Twitter, on Instagram, 
Start getting your brand out there and building some influence. Connect with the influencers out there. When your business is live and you're ready to start marketing it, create that irresistible piece of content. And now you've already got a little bit of an audience. Drive content to them. And if you just get 100 email addresses, there is no reason why at least 10% of those 100 email addresses should do business with you. They're going to because if you're building the right audience and you've created an irresistible offer, that people are going to do. So, you know, you can get that done in less than 24 hours, be up and running. And again, just start building an audience on whatever social network is your favorite. I think Twitter has a lot of advantages, but if you're just not a Twitter head, go to Facebook, start, you know, getting involved in Facebook communities, go to, you know, product hunt. I love product hunt. Start building a community on there, go to Reddit, whatever it is, build a community, build some, you know, influence in that community, create that irresistible offer. You will drive sales immediately. I like the fact that you pointed out you can do all that in 24 hours because I think so many people get overwhelmed and intimidated by all the different options and the buttons and levers that can be pushed and pressed. And they delay getting started or they prolong the process of getting started. But, But you point out, just get out there and start doing shit, right? It, it's you know I have three beliefs three beliefs and it's in my new book um, for business to succeed. Number one is imperfect action beats perfect inaction. You, you just got to get out there. Nothing will ever look perfect. Just jump, build wings on the way down. Number two, kill all the naysayers. Naysayers could be your friends. It could be your family. You know, eliminate them. Get them the hell out of your life. You don't need <laughs> negativity when you're starting a business. And worst case is get rid of the person that you might look at in the mirror in the morning that might be giving you negative thoughts inside your own head. Fill your head with positivity. Do it by listening to podcasts, reading books, you know, meditating, whatever it may be. And number three is don't be a fullpreneur. So, and, and here's what a fullpreneur is. It's actually my own word. Um, I'm sure we've all heard of entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, um, I think, are safe because most entrepreneurs still have a J-O-B, right? They've got that income coming in. So they want to be an entrepreneur, but they're just not there yet. But when you become an entrepreneur, I see so many entrepreneurs fool themselves into thinking that they're working and moving the dial in their business. And they spend six, eight, nine hours a day on social media. And again, I, I love social media. My tool is for social media, but I automate a lot of what I do. Yeah. I see too many folks <clears throat> fool themselves and say that they're working on their business. When in reality, they could have a, a somebody in the Philippines. I have tons of teams in the Philippines and South Africa working for me around the clock all day long. So when I work, I can work on my business and what moves the dial. Don't fool yourself. Make sure that whatever you're doing is moving the dial. And if you don't know how, study what's called the Eisenhower matrix. It's one of my favorite things. I live my day in the top quadrants. And if you don't know what it is, just say Eisenhower matrix. If you could link up to it in the show notes, um, James Clear has a great, if you Google it, he'll be number one or number two in Google search. And he gives you a real clear example of how to set up your day. So you're not working in your business, but you're working on your business, which is an e-myth, um, Michael Gerber, uh, quote, and it's one of my favorite books also. That is a great book. So I think I just vomited a whole bunch of information, but that's really <laughs> no, it, it's, it's awesome it's information. Extremely, extremely awesome information. I think that uh, guys, we're getting pretty close to time. Uh, hey, Mike, if if you had one piece of parting advice for our listening audience, what what would it be? GSD, just get shit done. Get I mean, shit you gotta, done. Love it. You gotta do it. 
you know, imperfect action beats perfect inaction. I said that before. Remember this, hesitation is the enemy of success. Don't hesitate in your business. Move forward. If you fall back, that's okay as long as you get back up and keep moving again. Good stuff. GSD. All right. Hey, Mike, what is the best way for listeners to get in touch with you? Well, it's going to either be Twitter or just jump on into the Twitter marketing that sells challenge. Uh, Link it up in the show notes. It's just socialquant.net forward slash TMTS challenge. And again, you'll be able to come into the Facebook group. And, you know, I went really fast. But if you've got specific questions on Twitter, you know, you don't have to be using social quant. We've got thousands in the group and, you know, some use us, some don't. It's indifferent. We're just there to help because I believe, you know, it, all good things that I put out do come back. So nice. uh, I'm happy to help out in any way possible. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Mike, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. Neon Noise Nation, I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation today with Mike. Truly awesome tool to have in your marketing toolbox. Get over to Social Quant and sign up for your free 14-day challenge today. We're going to have show notes available at neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, this is Justin, Ken, and Mike. Get out there and start crushing it, and we will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast. Did you enjoy the podcast? If so, please subscribe, share with a friend, or write a review. We want to cover the topics you want to hear. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like Justin and Ken to cover, connect with us on Twitter at Neon Goldfish or through our website at neongoldfish.com.